I think when you're alone for a long time, you go through periods of like super masturbation where you're like all the time. And then I think your brain kind of goes, okay, let's not. And again, it's not good because it really does take sexuality out of your life. And it's very important for all human beings. It really is. It's very important. But there is that, you know, that expression, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. I'm serious. Like I honestly, I just feel like I think it's just important to keep it going, especially women. Just keep everything greased and the wheels moving like you really have to. otherwise the factory yeah. shuts down then oh. you when you do want to start up again oh. like oh it is creaky oh it's, and you I was gonna it, say. It, it's tough to get it back <laughs> that's, going that's exactly full. it that's exactly it just keeping things moving just keeping things moving is all that matters you know but first a word from our sponsors this episode is brought to you by visit williamsburg in Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to the daters, to the baiters, and to the same-sex wedding caterers. This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Deborah Di Giovanni, formerly known in my head as Deborah Di Giovanni, back when I did not know how to say her name correctly. In my defense, she didn't know how to say her name correctly either. So there. But she's a super funny veteran stand-up comic, is on the pod this week. Very excited to share this conversation in just a little bit. But first, not the Naked Comedy Show. Tomorrow, Thursday, February 29th, down on the Lower East Side at Lucky Jack's. I know, edgy concept, comedy with pants on, but I hope to see you there. Uh, it's the first show we're doing of this, hopefully going to be a monthly series. We need a nice strong turnout to, uh, to keep it going. Ticket link for that, of course, in the show notes, right at the top. You know where it is. Biden is banging, allegedly, or likes to at least still talk about banging. There's a new book called Katie Rogers coming out called American Woman, The Transformation of the Modern First Lady from Hillary Clinton to Joe Biden. And uh, in the book, she writes that apparently uh, Joe Biden would joke with his aides that the key to a long and lasting marriage is good sex which a lot of people went ew gross ah it's like when you hear mom talk about like you know her, her hookup attempts on ourtime.com you're like oh no i don't want to hear about it you're kind of like you know hey like your sexuality it's real it's valid i'm glad it exists i don't want to know about it but i say good i say i'm glad i'm good joe biden is uh is talking about being older and banging his wife Remind us that sex does not have to end when y'all turn 60 or 70. I mean, it may have ended for him. I mean, the dude's 81 years old. Is he still getting it up at this point? He can barely stay up on a bike. Some of you might say, what are you talking about? He totally was. Remember, he was riding his bike. There was that famous video. Yeah, that was like four years ago. Four years ago, I used to run a, a mile under eight minutes. Things change. But, but I am glad. I'm glad we have a sex-positive president. Anytime we heard Trump talk about sex, it was just about how he wants to fuck his daughter. And I think that's a, just a, a bit 
a bit grosser than a couple old people still getting it on. By the way, I actually Googled the phrase sex positive presidents, and what came up was uh, a book that exists in this world called (laughs) Sex with Presidents, The Ins and Outs of Love and Lust in the White House by Eleanor Herman came out back in 2020. And, um, you know, if anybody wants to buy me this book, I did add it to my bookshop.org wish list. Yes, the Amazon wish list has been transferred to bookshop.org. Link in the schnotes. If you want to pick me up this book or get it for yourself, supports indie bookstores. I recorded this episode with Deborah um, out in Los Angeles. I saw her special single awkward female like 10 years ago, fell in love with it, thought she was so fucking funny, watched it I don't know how many times. We uh, soon after became Twitter friends and, you know, we DM maybe once or twice a year and just couldn't seem to get linked up. But I'm, I'm glad that finally on this past trip to L.A., you know, we could, we could make a podcast happen. But there's there's something very, very big about her sex and dating history that I did not know until I was in the lift on the way to her place. And uh, wow, imagine, and I address it right up top in the beginning, but wow, what if I did not know that? That would have been weird because I don't really, uh, I don't really do a lot of like research, research. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm having connected conversations. That's what I, that's what I do. In the first years of this podcast, uh, people would sometimes joke like, oh, you ripped off guys we fucked. No, I did not, actually. Uh, we, we, we both came up uh, with the concept of interviewing our exes independently of each other. They just happened to beat me to it. Uh, I actually almost didn't even do this entire show when I saw Corinne post on Facebook like, hey, just launched a podcast with Christina and we're doing I was like, oh, fuck. No, I thought I had a good idea. No, no, no. I, I, in fact, I actually I ripped off Mark Marin. Mark because that is the style that I have been doing this whole time. I, I don't do an interview. I don't, it's not a QA. I'm sitting down just trying to connect with another human being about sex, dating, gender, or love. Oftentimes I'm I'm interviewing people who are not used to sharing their personal dating lives. You know, the sex researchers, they're they, they like to talk about the data. And I'm like, yeah, but like, what's your relationship to the data, Justin? It really is a, a kind of an art form. It's anyone can like think of a bunch of questions to ask in an interview. Participating in and guiding a conversation is like this whole other animal. And I want to play a, a, a just a brief clip from his recent episode of WTF uh, with Lily Gladstone. In his monologue, he he kind of really boiled down what this is. And I don't know why, but I just feel this urge to share it with you. Maybe because I'm feeling sentimental as a, as as I approach a decade of doing this every Wednesday. Here's Mark. If you if you still listen and and each conversation, you know, despite me being a constant, is engaging and interesting. Is that it has to be for me as well. And there is a type of dread that I experience before any of these conversations, like any of you would have heading into a conversation with somebody that you don't really know, but you've heard about. But there is a, a kind of uh, very human and very present anxiety or nervousness about entering these conversations because I don't really know, you know how it's going to go. I never really know. I don't ever know. And, and because of the way I do it, which is try to engage and get a real groove going, 
uh, and and figure out what I'm interested in about them that you know maybe uh, not they haven't revealed necessarily or or just you know, a way to get them to a place where they can speak from from who they are and it's 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 uh, I'm not going to say exhausting because it's not exhausting but that's the process sometimes when I know someone's coming up in a month I'm like well you gotta make sure you have your brain kind of wrapped around the work that this person is here for. Not, not the thing that they're here promoting or, or why I necessarily got this person, but why are they what they are as an artist and where does that come from and what of their work moved you the most or, 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 or made you realize that they were a, an amazing creative person? And that, so that's what this is. And, um, and I, I love that this is what it is. I love, I do this the way that I do the best version of this podcast, uh, feels like a great first date where there's no sex usually. And, uh, and, and I know that there's no second date. That's the vibe I'm always going for. Why do I want to tell you this? I, I mean, I guess this is also how I try to tackle dating when I'm on a date particularly like first, second, third dates. Most of what we're trying to do is get to know each other as well as get to know the chemistry. But I think a lot of people stop at just trying to get to know each other and get to know each other means exchanging trivia, exchanging facts on the back of our baseball card of life. But no, you're also getting to know the chemistry between you two. I think some people approach a date like a job interview. I don't think anyone likes being interviewed. People like to talk. People like to be asked questions and invited to share stories. But I don't think everybody wants to be like interviewed. And so I guess why I share this is to uh, suggest that in your dating lives, you know, connect, have a conversation, not an interview. I think when you, you know, one of them comes from a place of like this formality where like I should acquire certain pieces of information to analyze versus just following your curiosity about someone. I think that makes for just a way better connection. And and I think you find out far more from that. May you all do your podcasts and dating in similar ways. Real quick fan whore appreciation moment. Gotta gotta thank the fan horse on Patreon. Uh, Right now I want to give a shout out to Alicia Ceresi and Jonathan Town, a couple of nerds. And I hope you're enjoying the bony eps on Patreon. There's over 300 bonus episodes available as well as uh, as uh, behind the scenes content, private whorehead community spaces, dirty haikus and shout outs. Uh, so if you want to support me and the work that I'm doing here for as little as $2 a month, become a member right now at patreon.com slash podcast. That's Patreon, P-A-T. R-E-O-N dot com slash man whore podcast. You don't got two dollars? It's two it's two dollars. Like for this show I put out every week, I can't get two dollars. Yeah, that was the sound of you going into your drawer and be like, you know, I do got like a couple bucks in loose change in this drawer. You know, let me give it to Billy. Great idea. The 10-year anniversary is coming up April 16th, and I would love to have 500 Patreon members on that day to celebrate 10 years of doing the show. 
Paid and unpaid members were at 251. Let's hit 500. It will make Billy feel really, really good. And it costs such... Remember that part? So little to make me a happy boy. I'm already a good boy. Make me a good and happy boy. Deborah DiGiovanni. What can I say that we're not about to? Super fucking funny. If uh, she is touring anywhere near you, you need to see her. I'm only mad that I can't. Got to pay a few bills. You know, because until you... Until until I get that $2, I got to pay some bills with a couple of ads. But then me and Deborah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, I don't even need a microphone, apparently. <laughs> I could just scream into the ether. Yes, Wednesday at 7 a.m., uh, just yeah. open your window. Wherever in the world you are, you will hear Deborah doing her side Shrieking. of the show. Um, yes. Good deal. <laughs> I don't always do... Re- when I feel like I'm just going to vibe with someone, I don't really research. I go like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. good to know a couple touch points. Yeah. But I was like, oh, let me go listen to Sun. She was on in the showers. And, I, and the first thing that pops up when I type in your name in dating is your Nicole Byer episode. Oh, yes. And I'm like... She was selling it for 18 years. <laughs> Imagine if I sat here to talk to you about dating and I didn't know and you that. Did, yeah, I know. It I would change could... everything, doesn't it? It really does. Absolutely. And you know, 18 might even not be correct. <laughs> I, it might have been closer to 20. Yeah? Yeah, like we're talking like it what, was what age round. What age to I, I, I broke up with my last partner when I was 29 years old. Okay. And then, God, I'd say, I, yeah, no, I was probably... 48, again, is when I kind of got back into uh-huh. the dating world. So 19, 19 years. So when you years. did single, awkward, female, that was like after like 10 years of not I dating. was single and awkward and almost not female. <laughs> I love, I mean, I love that special. Yeah, like, thank I, you. I felt like it was, uh, I was getting like, um, uh, like machine gunned with punchlines. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. It, it's such a tough, like, type of comedy to do. So I just love, I would, I, I, I go to sleep with stand-up on. Uh, yeah. So yours became oh part of that rotation. Oh when it god. got taken off Netflix, I was pissed. Oh my god, that's so funny. That's so funny. How do you? I don't know how you go to sleep with my voice. Well, but I anyway. also go to sleep to like Mark <laughs> Maron and Doug Stanhope. If you want to get an idea oh of my, my brand, yeah. Well, I'd like to know your dreams. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I that's that was that was virtual. So basically, my my whole comedy career, yeah, I was single and celibate, like pretty much, like uh-huh. honestly, like because this is my like what twenty fourth year in comedy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. I was, yeah, and, alone and, for and a long time. why? You know, I, I think I did one of those, um, just had a run of really bad relationships and really bad uh-huh. dudes. So I think I was just like, you know, what, I'm done with this. And then I'd also just sort of started, I was a baby, you know, in comedy, like two or three years in. So my brain was like, I'm just going to focus on comedy and not worry about anything else. And that is, I would say, a very good idea when you first start well, like it's, getting sober? Yeah, you know what I mean? Getting sober and being, oh, great. But then to a certain point, because then at some point, you know, you become that person. Do you know what I mean? It's like, because my comedy is always very true. What's going on in my life is going on on stage. Mm-hmm. So then you become that person. And then you're just like, if I turn myself into this, like, 
celibate weird like that my, that was my brand now yeah, i was like yeah. oh that's kind of strange but then it also too it's like um you put you put if you cut off parts of your life right like and you only focus on one big section at some point you wake up and go oh this is all i have now Do you, mm-hmm. it was really about 10 years in of single celibate doing comedy comedy was going great yeah. but then you had that moment of like oh am i how am i gonna get back into this because then it's like you know if you're alone for a long time people it's it's weird to jump back in. It really is. Like there is 10, 12, 13 years your brain is like, do I want to do this anymore? And so it got, I would not suggest it is what I'm going to say. Yeah. Balance, everyone. Balance. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. Maybe first couple of years of comedy, focus, focus, focus. But being completely alone and celibate is, I don't think it's a good recipe yeah. <laughs> for, for success in life, to be honest. Your brain, we can, we can, we can acclimatize to anything. I think it just goes, well, we're going to survive. So, okay. And that, I think that's the danger of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You will become comfortable. You will be like, okay, I don't worry about it anymore. And then you start doing, okay, these are, so these are the, I'd say these are the red flags. These are the things where you go, I've been alone too long. When you stop doing your toenails. Do you know what I mean? Okay. When you stop getting pedicures, and you're like, really? Am I? You know what I mean? At just those little moments that you're like, oh, I'm not even, I'm not even, okay, I've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race, and it's like, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Do you uh-huh. know what I mean? And I feel like that at some point, once you've been alone for a long time, your brain goes, I'm not ready anymore, and I don't even care. Yeah. I don't even care. Yeah. You know what I mean? I stopped and, shaving my asshole, and yeah. I re- I. It's very real for me. I go because I do try to stay ready right? to be ready. Yes. So I was like, in case I'm going on a date and somebody maybe wants to do that, mm-hmm. I want to be ready. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, like in my loneliness, I was like, oh, I'm just not going to do that. The first time I did it again, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, I need a new razor. <laughs> Everything, right? It's like, it, I mean, look at God bless. Do what you want, but listen to us because it does. It really takes you out of it. Like I have, I have a joke about like being so out of the world of sexuality like mm. it just feels like because you know you hit 10 12 15 years and your brain goes i don't even know like you feel like for me it felt like i was in a coma like mm. you wake up and you're like the internet like you have no idea how long you've been in a coma and then all the, like i would say liken myself to like i'm old technology like vcr do you know what yeah. i mean it's like my brain is like i don't even have to know how to compete with the rest of this anymore do you know what i mean yeah and the whole joke is you know i'm a my VCR and you know I will eat your tape you know what I mean? do you remember when you used to push it in too hard then you had to fix it with a pencil that's me that's who I am but it's tr- you get you get out of it you feel shy and especially I feel like so when did I stop what I was gonna say maybe like the early 2000s think of even just how much everything changed oh, yeah. in that time right before oh. it, online dating I mean, like right before online in. dating exactly Craigslist, oh my God. Craigslist hookups barely a thing barely a thing and then you know it was uh, God I don't remember, but it was more like, what were the early ones? What were the early ones? I mean, ones? I think like, OkCupid okay, Cupid and Plus, yeah, I think okay, that was like, that, that's always kind of Yeah, been and you know there was that one that was really like relationships, that was the old man would be like, I want you to meet someone. Do you remember those ones? Uh, that, I match. can't remember that brand. Yes, Match. match. It was Match. Yeah. It was Match.com. So those ones were sort of like, but they always, to the don't kids, you feel like. these apps, they used yeah. to be websites. <laughs> they used to Full be websites. websites. Full you website. Have, you used to have to open up a computer <laughs> yes. to use it. You have to sit down at your computer. But that's, yeah, and it was. Those ones always were like way more dating too. Right. Do you know what I mean? They, they wasn't real hookup, well, hookup culture, culture then. Yeah, it wasn't even. Yeah, like, it wasn't no. like appropriate. No, 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 no. It wasn't. That. It was like because yeah. I mean, that one. The I bar was hookup talk, culture. Totally. Yeah. Real life was still hookup culture, right? And still, but that I remember those commercials. That it was an old man, a gray-haired man, you know, talking about we want to find you love. Like mm. think about it now. I mean, my God, it's yeah. like there's yeah, very very different. So even even then, it's like there wasn't Instagram. Like there wasn't, you know. So. It, it felt it felt different being you know single pre 
you know, online hookups and DMs yeah. and, you know, pre-Tinder, you know, it, those, it was different. It was different. And, and then you became inundated. And it's like, oh my God, like having mm-hmm. to set up your first Tinder. Oh my God. Setting up my first Tinder buyer. <laughs> oh my God. It's just, I mean, I literally had a friend. I literally had a friend. My friend Sophie Bottle is a fantastic Canadian comedian, lives in Los Angeles. She taught me how to take a booty shot. Like literally, what you want to do is you want to get in front of the mirror. And I was Okay, literally, I like learned this from a young friend of mine. I was like, "Oh my god!" And you're I can't sending like that. your nudes and to I, another friend. Like, exactly. How's this? Be like, is this good? How does this? <laughs> Did I do it? Literally, that's exactly. It. Give me pointers on this. You know who does more do lighting? That? Who? Uh, straight men. Mm. Do not. Say, I've never had a dude. I'm granted. I don't have a lot of like straight buddy friends. Yeah, yeah. I've never had a dude send me a dick pic to be like, no, "How's this? Is the angle good?" Yeah, and you know what? They should. They really should. No, they Although, they should find a good, safe female friend who yeah. is uh, consented to be that. Yeah, because dudes are just doing the same <laughs> downward. Because I, I still get dick pics because like when you talk about sex. Oh yeah, just, yeah, you're gonna get that. That's gonna, just gonna happen. I want it or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. But still, it's just it's, it's just right here. Oh, yeah. It's just from the above. And you know what changed my world was when like a woman told me, "No, you want the picture." from an angle at which she would be seeing it at. Like if she was her POV, on her knees. Her POV. Yeah, that's the hot, because like that's how it's. side kind of. When does it? she oh, yeah. see it from that angle? Yeah, Never. Yeah, 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 that's you looking down. Yeah. You know what? There used to be, there used to be a woman that would like, like critique your <laughs> dick pics. I don't know. That was a well, long time ago. Well, now that's a whole ago. porn category. Yeah, is people is, pay, like you can pay for like a porn star to like, you know, dick, they call them dick oh, pic ratings. Oh dick my ratings. God, that's fantastic. Usually they'll do them for like 20, 25 bucks. And she'll either, I'm sorry. Yeah. You get a good one and you're set. You don't need to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I got one good booty pick and that was the one I used the entire time. Yeah. Unlike the rest of my body, like that part's staying about the same. <laughs> the rest of it, you, like, you do need to knows? update. I was gonna, oh God, please. Yeah. So yeah, so it was, it was, yeah, getting back yeah. in was, was weird. You know, were, were friends intervening, concerned at some um, point? Or? You know, it was always, sort of, okay, this is an interesting thing too, because I think at first they intervene and they're like, what's going on? Yeah. And then I feel like people, even your best people, even your closest people. I feel like people get a little, um, just for lack of a better word, embarrassed. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think like there's a little bit of like, it becomes a sort of um, a touchy subject and it feels like, oh, don't want to make this awkward. And I feel like, not in any way malicious, but I feel like there's a little sympathy, sort of like that feeling sorry. for. So I do feel like at some point it gets a little awkward and people don't, you know, don't bring it up anymore. And then again, it's like, and then you're just that, that friend. You're just the single I'm friend. I'm saying. And then, yes, you, the permanent single friend. You're, they're always pulling up a chair. We'll get another chair. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, you know, you become that. And then it also, too, like, um, I remember, like, really having, you know, on a, like, crying conversation with a friend because it's like, once people start, stop asking, are you dating anyone? What's going on? You really feel like, oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm not even a part of this anymore. I'm not even a part of the, this world anymore. <sighs> I, you know, I even just talking about this, I'm like, it's coming back. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh. I could imagine. But it's it's true though. And then you really feel like you just really feel like you're missing out on a big part of life. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. Well, at least I'm not asking the way Nicole did, but it, which made me go, <laughs> Nicole. I was like, okay, I'm clearly not going to be over because she goes like, did you ever just like get so horny you cry? Yes, exactly. Yeah, those. I don't want to be mean, but no. But the, it's totally true. This is totally true, and this is. I know a lot of you can listen to me, and you feel it. There is that moment, like where you would even stop, like like masturbating became like I can't do it because it would become too emotional sometimes. Like yeah. honestly, there were times where you're just like, I'm not ever going to, and that's bad too yeah. because then. I, I'm just serious. You just get, I think when you're alone for a long time, you go through periods of like super masturbation where you're like all the time. And then I think your brain kind of goes, 
okay, let's not. And that, again, it's not good because it really does take sexuality out of your life. And it's very important for all human mm-hmm. beings. It really is. It's very important. And you know what? Without being totally weird, like without you sounding can, like a coach, you, you, you can I be can weird. do it. We can do whatever we want here. But there is that, you know, that expression, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Yeah. I'm serious. Like, I honestly, I just feel like, I think it's just important to keep it going, especially women, especially women. Because yeah. I feel like we can, you know, oh, we're fine. We can let it ride. It's like, no, don't, don't do that, Even girls. if you Make keep it sure. going in a maintenance that's phase. Even in a maintenance phase, that's right. exactly you have it. You maintenance sex with yourself, Absolutely. at least. Totally. 100%. Like, it's even like, just keep everything greased and the wheels moving. Like, you really have to. Otherwise, if you really have shuts to. down, then oh. you, when you do want to start up again, oh. like, oh, it is creaky. Oh, it's, and gotta, <laughs> it, it's tough to get it back <laughs> that's, going. That's exactly full. it. That's exactly it. You're going to have a couple false starts. It's going to feel. Yeah, just keep it going. Even, I like the maintenance. I have to be honest. I think that's a really good way to say it. Just keeping things moving. Just keeping things moving is all that matters, you know? And it's also too, it's hard too because um, as I'm saying this, I'm having a hot flash. I'm, you know, I'm going through menopause. Like I'm in pre-menopause and it makes it even, and this is, you know, menopause starts, or I found this out, uh, pre-menopause starts at around 45. Okay. So I was still single. And then, so it's like single. And then like, you start getting menopausal, which means like hot flashes, low sex drive, all these things. So then it's like, oh, I don't care at all anymore. You know, mm-hmm. you just, I'm just, I, I, my, my message is this. Don't stop fucking. That's my message. <laughs> just don't stop fucking everybody. Put it on the back burner. You don't have to date, but stay in it. You yeah, know what I mean? Every once in yeah, a while, yeah. go to the bar, get laid. Oh, God. It's, it is a human, yeah. it's a human need. It is, though. It touch. is in the hierarchy of needs, everybody. Yeah. It literally is. So it just, it, and touch is very important too. Touch is very important too. Like even if you're just making out, uh, do that as well. Making out is great. Out. Oh one my of the God. best. My making second favorite thing to do. Right? It like honestly is it like. What's the first? Ne- well, it's, fuck it. Uh, it's, it's always neck and neck with like yeah. a blowjob well, is yeah. like making out. Sometimes okay. I'm like, do I need head? Or I just want like a tongue in can, my mouth. Seriously. <laughs> but like, can we ask this question? I'm Wait. sure you've done this before. Okay. This one. But like, okay. If you had to give up fucking or kissing i know i know are we giving up all we're not it's just okay. fucking versus kissing no, not just, all the no, other no. sexual no you can stuff. have blow jobs you, you can, can have hand jobs you can do it but i think just I, give, I give up the fucking yeah same yeah same because, like, like like i don't want to fuck someone if i can't kiss them. oh my god if i'm in a gangbang and they're oh like well, you can't kiss the wife like, i go what like the, well, what I, all right if it's I'm, harder for me to get it's not as fun it's not as fun less fun gangbang it's which is a very underused porn <laughs> genre, but but it is true though. I'm serious, and I feel like that's a real telling thing. You know, I feel like it might be. I feel like maybe straight men would probably like you know give up kissing, right? Yeah. And that is always you know. Growing up in comedy, I have. But that's you know, a guy a who I don't of, think is very good in bed. That's anyway. exactly. I go. That's the guy who's just like I just want to masturbate. Of course, with that's exactly because I was saying like growing up in comedy, kissing. You know, I can kiss my mom. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> Yikes! That's a whole other episode, everybody. But like because you know we spend a lot of our time surrounded by straight men in comedy, yeah. right? So you unfortunately. know, like, unfortunately, so you know, at the beginning of my career, it was a lot of me and dudes, right? And I remember clearly. A couple of my guys, and they were young. You know, we were all young, but they were young. They were like 27, right? Saying about how much they hated kissing. And I was like, you learn to like kissing right now. And they're like, I was like, you, do you want to have women in your life? Because if you're if you you're not kissing women, they're leaving. They're just, it's not going to happen. I'm I mean, sorry. when I hear dudes say that, or mm-hmm. they're like, I don't like the taste of eating uh, pussy. I go like, I don't think you like women. It's okay mm. if you don't like women. Can it's, I, just, you can, it's okay if you're into dudes. But like, that's I exactly think, it. I think they want to come and be straight mm-hmm. but they don't 
There, I think there's dudes who don't like women, and but they're like, I'm straight. I'm culturally straight. Yeah. Okay. We have this. Okay. This is this is a lot. Now we have some things to talk about. Let me Bring say it. this. Let's do it. Okay. I completely agree with you as well. Like men, it, you, there are the red flags, right? That my big red flags for for women that date men, and uh, because it's usually straight men that that what I'm talking about. So listen, right now, these are red flags. Um, like, oh, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. I got a lot of time. I'm fanning myself. Um, number one, if a man says that women aren't funny, get away from that man. Because that is a man that, when a man says that a woman isn't funny, they're actually saying, I don't want to hear a woman speak. So get away from that man. You know, he's a bad man. But also, dudes that are like, I don't go down. I don't like going down. You probably don't really want a woman. You know, you really don't. I had a friend who married a dude that wouldn't go down on her, and I was like, I will see you when you're divorced. I just, I just will. You know, yeah. Because it just is. It's something so integral to, like, to a, a male and woman. You know, that, that's integral. If you're not into that, you're probably not into women. To not have pus- to not like pussy yeah. in your face, mm-hmm. or to play like to not want to do to not want to like interact yeah. with pussy. Mm-hmm. It's like. If you are into women, yep. then you're actually a fucking psycho mm-hmm. because then you're like, oh no, I actually don't give a shit about you. Like that's it. it. It's actually you're it's a, not you're a better person if you're actually just not into women. Exactly. Then it all just makes some sense. Exactly. And you know what? And again, these numbers, I'm sure we've all heard them, but it's also like a very high percentage of women do not have orgasms during sex. Like, and we're talking like seventy percent of yeah, women. 70, it is, it was, is it's a high number. Yeah. So then again, that is part of it too. So you're basically saying, I really don't care about you. I really don't yeah. care about your satisfaction at all. Like, just be gay. At least but you're like a decent human being. Exactly. But you're you know, just a decent also, human being with the wrong stuff. You, <laughs> that's all. But, that's it. But then there's also that thing that we could do. This. My my partner is a bisexual man, and I cannot believe I wasted my time with straight men my whole life I cannot believe it I don't like them they don't like me what was I doing what was I doing Billy? I'm serious it's just it's so much it's just so different because it's like um, and we, we talk about this all the time how like there's a really big population of straight men that actually just do not like women at all and they are socially the the, the construct is like you have to be with it but they don't they actually want to fuck men or or they they just want to be with men maybe fuck women but they don't want to be with women. They almost don't even want to be mean? sexual, like yeah. in a connected way. They just want they no. want to win. They, they want to come. Yes. They want to accomplish. That's exactly it. They just want conquering, they, and that's they're all. Even, they're not into men or women. No, they, no. So, some of these guys might the psychos. They would be bad partners with a dude. Like they're just like I just want to come is, and win. It's, it is. It's it's so true. It's like there really is big. But like that's why when someone meets, shitting on men has been like such a theme on this LA I'm trip so, on but it's episodes. Guys. It's been yes, I talked to Kyle Prue who does the uh, <laughs> yeah. the uh, how to piss off men series <laughs> yeah. and all this. Oh God, he's so funny. Yeah, he's so funny. He's fun. That's <laughs> great. Good deal. Yeah, yeah. Is he gay? Uh, no, he's not oh, gay. Interesting. No. He's, he's got, cute he's got though, a girlfriend. Too. Okay, he's cute too. Anyway, whatever. But it, yeah, but this is the thing though. I'm sorry. It's not shitting on men. It's just. Stating the facts, everybody. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. But it's true. You get to a certain age when you realize, okay, this is it. And there's a lot of men too. You're right. A lot of men. Just admit it. You don't want relationships. That's you know what? Maybe a strange segue, but I feel like it's so odd how we still look down on sex work so much. Mm-hmm. It's like there are so many men that it's like if you could just admit you don't actually want to be with a woman, go and be with your bros, hang out with everyone, and just just pay. use pay someone for the job that they want to do. And do it, you know, well without any hang-ups or red tape. Or just, I don't understand why it's so looked down on. I'm like, 
Okay. I think it's it would change. Because y'all are the big uh, money earners in that. Yeah, that's it. I yep. do not get the same market rate for my dick mm. as, as as others. Do you know? And it's just, it's so ridiculous though because it's like if you if, if some Women men could get, just admit it, it's like oh my god, it would change everything. Go on. I know, I know. I think yeah. I, I agree as well. I've been, yeah. uh, I've, ever since I was a kid watching Carlin at like eleven, uh, just that that one joke made it make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. It's real simple. Oh, you know, he goes, uh, you know, he goes like selling is legal. Fucking is legal. Yeah. Why isn't selling fucking, fucking legal? legal. Yeah. And I was, I'm like 11. I'm like, this makes sense. But it, 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 <laughs> you're like, that absolutely does. But it also, I think, I feel like it would change everything. Oh, yeah. It's, There'd just, be a lot I of mean, rich women. A uh, lot of rich women. Who, who aren't like scared of going to jail. Exactly. And also too, I feel like it would really, it would reduce the number of incels. I really do. You know what I mean? It's a like, little bit, yeah. I, I feel like, because again, well, that's, we don't even want to get it, well, into it that. Does, that's a whole different category well, they of do, human. They do show that like it, uh, when you have like some sort of like decriminalized sex work in an area, like the, the rates of uh, rape and assault go down. They, of course. Rhode Island accidentally um, legalized indoor prostitution <gasps> for, I forget, it was like four or eight years or something. Mm. They, the way they they wrote a law about solicitation oh my God. ended up actually really only applying to street-based workers, right? So it was legal for a while in, I forget, it was province or all of Rhode Island, and they did a study about like, well, let's just study what this period of time did. And the, the rates of rape oh, and wow. assault went down, and when they criminalized it again, it went back up. How do we not, like, what more proof do you need? That's literal numbers that is showing you. Every time. Oh Sex God. Ed does that, too. Oh. In, uh, in, in Texas, when they had... Uh, when they stopped it, when they switched to absence only sex ed, uh, there was a big, like, there were these outbreaks in different school districts of gonorrhea and chlamydia. Oh. And and also, again, like, when you have, uh, when you, you know, when you teach sex, comprehensive sex ed, which includes consent, mm-hmm. you, you got uh, lower rates of sexual violence in that area, which also leads to uh, le- lesser rates of unwanted pregnancies, yes. which goes to lesser rates of abortion, I mean, this which is- you seem to hate. <sighs> Um, it all, it all, it does. It all breaks down to that. It's like, it's like just educating people, letting people know. It's so strange the things we keep mm. in the dark. Do you know what I mean? Like, what, and also one of the most natural acts in the world, in the world, where it's like, okay, you know, I want to just say this to you about. I'm sorry about uh, sex work for a second. I watched a documentary a long time ago. I wish I could tell you the name of it, okay. but it is. It was. Um, Sex works in, in four different areas of the world. Right. America, Mexico, India, and I want to say the Philippines, but it might have been... T- I'm not positive, right. okay? And, but the difference was... Uh, it was immense. Okay, um, America is exactly what you think it was. They were talking to, you know, uh, street prostitutes, and then they, de- they went to um, uh, girlfriend experiences in Vegas and stuff like that. But then they went to the Philippines, and <laughs> it is treated like an actual day job. Yeah. The women... Sign in. They literally punch a card, go to an area where they all get their hair done and they do their makeup and they have a cup of tea and they chat together and then they sit in sort of like, forgive me for saying that, but it's sort of like a display case. But trust me when I say these women are well taken care of. They were having fun with each other. Mm-hmm. They're almost teasing the Johns that came through. Oh, look at you have to go with number seven. Okay, bye girls. I'll be back in five minutes. Like literally. And then punching out at the end of the day, getting a paycheck. And I was like, this is so civilized. I don't even know what to tell you. Like, and talking to them and they're like, no, no violence. No, nothing. And then other areas, Mexico and India, I couldn't even watch. I, I literally couldn't even watch because it was just, so that's like decriminalized. It just, it just made it humane. It just, it was just a day job. And I just, I was, I loved these women. Do you yeah. know what I, mean? I They all, I, it was camaraderie. There was support. It was, it was lovely to be yeah. honest. It was lovely. And you know, and the men, no deviant, no one hurting anyone, not even trying because it's like, 
It's normal. It's just been made normal. Yeah. Anyway, okay. There we go. That's enough preaching for today. That's <laughs> enough preaching for today. Well, when you say like, you know, it's this most natural act, it's again, so when we come back to like this period of time where like mm-hmm. you, you've even gotten used to yeah. losing out on something so carnally <sighs> human, yep. uh, what finally got you to, to turn the factory back on? Interesting. Okay. Very good question. I, you know, I've always been in therapy, right? Okay. And then I, I had this one therapist for a, for a stretch. And in that time we were, you know, talking about me being single and whatever. And I have to tell you, like, it just is, like, I just remember, like, having that, like, through therapy and figuring out what's going on, you know? I remember my therapist saying, like, I have to be honest, like, him saying to me, I think you're ready to, to start dating again. Because we, we pretend that we don't want to be with someone. It's just, it's just not, I don't believe it's true down in the deep center of our beings, you know? And then being able to just accept the fact, not having that, like, okay, uh, I, I want to see if you can ex- like really associate with this and maybe women listening can too. I almost felt embarrassed of the fact that I was like, I wanted someone, I wanted a partner. And my brain was like, no, you are a, a, an independent woman. You don't need. And like, I actually had moments where I was like, I feel shy that I want someone. And the fact that I finally got over it in therapy and was like, no, I admit I want to share my life with someone. Mm-hmm. I want to be with someone. I want a partner. And it opened up like, and then I went a couple years of like, just, this is, yeah, this is pre-COVID. So this is all happening like 18, 19, 2018, 2019. And this was all like, you know, okay, let's try the apps. Had some terrible, you know, one night stands, which is fine. You know what I mean? And then really like, and then a couple like little short term, but it just, I'd say after about two years, I literally was like, like most of us go, I'm going to take a break from the apps. And then everyone, I don't know what to tell you kids, but then about six months later, I met my partner. And it was just one of those things that it was like, I'm not going to, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm I fine. I've dipped the toe and I think I'm just going to chill for a bit. And then he arrived and then oh, he yeah. came up. Yeah. I think every major relationship I've been in, like came about at a time when I wasn't looking for the relationship after yeah. I was like, okay, like yeah. I've done, uh, I'm, I'm coming out. I'm just, uh, I'm just meeting people, having some fun. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're, once you stop looking, exactly. you just stumble and upon you know, it. And we know that it's cliche. It is. But it is. I'm telling you the truth. It's the truth. Yeah. It just, it just is because, and again, not, not like what we been talking about like the celibate like i don't care the, the acceptance of going i know i want to be with someone but i'm not gonna put it i'm not i'm not gonna make it so optimized you don't have to be so i don't have to be so stressed about it yeah. and i Unless think we all do blog, that then i yeah. think you gotta keep track yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly you have to but i think as general people it's like you get to a point and we all go through the periods of like you know i really want someone and then there's that moment where you calm down because i know it two of my sisters exactly I'm done. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna try to. Look. And within three, I swear to God, three to six months, a year, they'd met their partner. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just knowing you want someone and then putting it in the back, putting it in the back of your head. It, it makes it just takes the pressure off. You know what I mean? Yeah, you and don't that, want the pressure, but like that yeah. that intentionality in the back yes, of your head it's kind of, still there. It flows though. through the exactly. rest of you. And exactly. It's just, it, that was it's it's there for when it comes across like it's ready and exactly. it, it'll activate itself. Exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. whole thing about just be ready. So you know, stay ready so you don't have to be ready. You don't have to get ready. That's it. Mentally. Yeah, sh- shave your buttholes mentally. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have have emotional butthole shaving, everybody, is what we're saying. So where'd you stumble upon? Um, this was oh you know actually um, we met he slid into my DMs on Instagram this was yeah this was a that actually was at the very beginning of the pandemic but he used um, the pandemic as a as an entry it was like well since the world's ending I thought I'd say hello because he he knew Mike he met 
he met me through another comedian in London who I'm friends with. Okay. And because he, you know, he's based in London, right? So he loves this comedian and they said, oh, one day you should know Deborah Giovanni. And he followed me, started watching my comedy and then... Like a year later, the pandemic started, so he <laughs> took a shot. He shot a shot, and it worked out. There we go. It'll be what? It'll be four years in July if we make it to July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that so, if, yeah. if if we no, we will. We will. Uh, we're good. We're I had good. someone on recently. Yeah. I won't say who, but like we were done, and then at the end, like they were saying, like you know, I actually don't know if this relationship's actually gonna last much longer <laughs> oh, than God. we were talking about. And then I go like, oh shit, that, that's okay, weird. She's like, I was like, is it, is, are you, I hope y'all don't break up before the episode comes out. I was just gonna say, is this a- It's coming out in like <laughs> 10 days. You think you're gonna make it out? Can you hang on for two weeks? Please. <laughs> I was like, oh my, it just sounds like an excuse to have you back I afterwards. I was gonna say, part two. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and is it still long distance? Uh, no, actually, we've just changed it up. He's he's not here right now because um, the visa, right? Like the visa uh, situation. Do you really have a boyfriend? <laughs> I have no proof. But I twenty years of singledom. Sometimes people will just start to be like, "I'll just is make he, one up." Exactly. He goes to a different what college. He goes. <laughs> to, he's from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it. But he actually with I have he's real. He's, he's real. real. He's, I don't have any pictures. But he is real. Uh, or together. His, I, I, would, <laughs> I don't have any pictures of us together. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, I have a lot of pictures of one man. But anyway, um, but no, he, a lot of collages um, of solo shots. I was going to say from a distance across the street. Um, oh my God. Love really hard black and white. Love those black and white. <laughs> yeah. You know, you always see them on the, they're always black and white photos. Mm. Why? I don't know. Anyway, um, but no, he, um, because of his visa. I just got to say that you are, you are just like you are on stage. It's so funny. I don't know if this turns off when the microphone's not in front of you. I think it does. Like, I think it does off for a little. You are exactly as I hope. <laughs> this is exactly, this is the thing with me and a microphone. I turn into the Deborah on stage and also I sweat. The minute I get a microphone, I'm sweating that, I swear you, to you God, know what because it's performing so my brain is like Shh, just I forget if in the spe- in that special if you address or not but I'm like you you, you are I almost sweat a girl it does seem as like the lights are seem a little hot tonight <laughs> yeah well that <laughs> as if she's moving around a lot and lights think, are bright and those lights are, but you know what I have to I have to be honest I come from a sweaty family okay. I, really, I really do my all of my we're just Italian sweaty people we just are like my one of my visuals of my father is always with you know, and my dad always had a handkerchief you yeah. know like an old old european man and he, uh, always wiping his face with his handkerchief oh that's that's me that's who i am but anyway wait, also, how, i'm okay how, with it we you, you maybe you were just saying it in a different way because you were like kind of muttering it but like yeah. wait, do, do you, is di giovanni oh uh, yeah di giovanni okay oh, yeah. oh di giovanni di, listen i just found out i've been saying my last name wrong well like same but like i still oh, like, how do you so, say your last name okay like it, the, how does your ta- how does your mom and dad say your last name? We say Presida. Okay, but in Italian it would be Prosida. Yeah. Oh, of course. Prosida. You see, I've been saying Di Giovanni. Yeah. And then my partner, he is Italian though, right? Like, so he lives in London, but he's full Italian. And he's like, I have to tell you, you've been saying your last name wrong. I'm like, uh, excuse me. So it's very, it's one of those things that I, I was. It's very hard to learn because my brain is like, it's not Di Giovanni, it's Di Giovanni. So it's what Digio, and Digio. that's what I've. Because it's, I, I've always said it phonetically, D-G-O-Vanny. And he's like, no, yeah. it's D-G-O. Like, no, the okay. New, New, Jer- New Jersey, uh, you know, Italians going, yeah, Prasita. Yeah, you know what I mean? How you doing, Prasita? <laughs> but we, we wait, there's the- an island in Italy, is the Prosita. Like, oh. so we're not from the island, but like we're named after. So we go onto the island and the waiter, you know, my dad pays for the, with, lunch with a credit card. And the, the waiter's like, 
Proceda. Proceda. Your name is a pro- you're a Proceda. He's like, yeah, yeah we're Proceda. 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 <laughs> it's the English version of it, right? It's the same. Because in Canada, like, um, like obviously, there's a lot of uh, Italians in New York, but there's a lot of Italians in uh, Montreal and okay. Quebec, where that's where I was born. Yeah, no, there's so, a lot of good mob up there. Yeah, there's a lot of good mob up there. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. So it's a lot of French... Italian, but that's where my people are from. That's okay. where my people are from. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's uh, so he is. He's not here right now. He no. does exist. He, he does. He, he does is, exist. He will be here on February twenty sixth. <laughs> so he's he's there. Yeah, he, he comes. He's come back and forth. Like he doesn't have a house in London anymore. But okay. because of the pandemic, legalities and like visas and stuff, a year and a half wait. Okay. I, we can't even get a meeting until 2025. Right. So we're just like, okay. So this is. So right now he's right now he's in Turin, I think, or somewhere fabulous. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so with the long distance, y'all do the monogamy yeah. thing still. And uh, yeah, but for now, you know, yeah. for now, it's like because you know, uh, okay. So it's been almost four years, but like if you add up the time we've been in the same room, it's like a year. Yeah, do you know. So we're just, I don't know. Yeah. Like I at the beginning. My brain is like complete mon- complete monogamy. But then I also, excuse me, I've also, you know, not been in a relationship with a bisexual person. So my brain does go, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like if there's ever a an inkling or an urge for men, you know, we'll talk about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll talk you about that. You hold space for that. that yeah, like, I, I ho- that's a nice way to yeah, say it. I hold space, space for, for it. that. It's not something that it's an issue right now. Yeah. So we're just kind of yeah. I love probably come, hold space probably for come that. up at some point. It, and, you know, and it you can come to the will. table, and it doesn't. The thing I the, I think monogamy is so fragile because if somebody even just wants to discuss I the know. possibility, some people would break up over just even asking just, about yeah, it. Yeah. They're like not demanding. They're saying it's fine too. if it's a no. Yeah. And you're saying like, yeah, we could talk about. It. You want some dick? We could talk. Maybe yeah. I'll be okay. Maybe I'm not. Yeah. But we'll talk about but I feel it. Like and it's I, okay to I talk about exactly. It. It's okay to talk about it. It's also okay to have the feelings. Yeah. Which I think another thing is we we do that as humans as well. It's like, yeah. how dare you even remotely desire somebody else? Come on, we're human beings. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like this. Is it happens and I also I, I really it's interesting too because I don't really worry about it like yeah. I really don't like it's not something that I go maybe because I you know I've been uh, cheated on mm-hmm. I've been in you know relationship it, it, it's it's cheated upon upon oh my god <laughs> love that thank you I'll take it but I don't do even you know, know if that's right I don't know <laughs> it felt right but do you know though and I, I'm gonna say this again to the people listening in your heart we probably knew they were cheating. Do you know mm. what I mean? Somewhere deep down, you know. Uh, and like right now I go, it doesn't, it doesn't, there's nothing. It doesn't yeah. occur to me. I know that right now we're both faithful and monogamous. And again, faithful is another thing too. Because if I'm leaving space open for maybe non-monogamy, that doesn't feel unfaithful to me. Because no, no, it feels, the whole point is it's the truth. Yeah, it's faithful true. is, if you, in monogamy, if you're being unfaithful, it's because you broke the agreement. The yes. agreement was monogamy. It's, if you agree on if you agree on non-monogamy, but uh, you got to use condoms, it's like, yeah, well, yeah. Then, then the unfaithful is when you don't use the yes, condom or exactly. whatever. We're lying about the whatever. Yeah. Whatever, you, whatever you've agreed upon yeah. is that that's when it's unfaithful. That's a very nice way to, di- yeah. to differentiate, to be honest. So, yeah. yeah. So that is, Right. I'm keeping space for that. I love that. I this, love that expression. I really do. This might be personal. Yeah, go. It's okay if not. Yeah. Sorry. I don't want to be gross, but no, like being with a bi man, there's yeah. ever thoughts of like, it might be fun to like bang a dude with him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I have to say what really, um, what intrigues me. I'd like to watch it happen. Mm. I really feel like that because there is something like, do you watch I really, gay porn? Um, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so you're like, a, Oh, this would be great. I could like watch it that, live. Yeah, seriously. Though. You'd and be like a straight dude being like, I just want to watch yeah, lesbian exactly. porn in person. Literally. And also too, it's like, I think my, 
partner is very hot and I think it'd be really hot to watch him be with a man I really do like even like my brain always goes kissing for someone I'd love to watch him make sure. out with someone then I'm like would I want to watch him suck a dick yes I probably would and I you know I'm not sure I want to be interacting but I might be <laughs> I might be in the corner just Maybe like you can be a loop fairy. I swear to God, uh, like, like, that's it. Yeah, exactly. I'll be the fluffer. You know what I mean? I'll be. Do they, they still they say that? Extend, yeah. the, extend the hand down. You just do a little squirt <laughs> exactly. with the bottle for him. I'll just take the bottle back. Yes. Get but honestly, that is like, a real issue. Is like when you gotta bring the lube out. It's like <laughs> it's just like in the bed with I you know. still. You don't fully get it closed. Now the oh you got it. Like and I've just ruined sheets. It'd be oh nice my god! If there's just like third person just to bring it just in and out. The handler or whatever. Yeah. The production assistant. But no, I do the PA for my fuck tonight. But honestly, that that. That even like what we're talking about, like tucking it. Although I'm a big watcher, though I enjoy I enjoy watching. Though I've always been one of those. I I like to just yeah check shit out. So I think I think I'd be I would be very much into that. So we'll put that in there. We'll put that as a as a placeholder as well. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And uh, and and friends are. <laughs> I'm literally no wiping my face no right lights. now. Just the microphone. Okay, go. And, and menopause. I like, love it. <laughs> Combination. So it's terrible. No, it's just wild because like, like, I've been following you on Twitter for like a decade. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've just been like, oh, this it is It has hilarious. been that long, it hasn't has. it? Isn't that terrifying? I can't. I don't yeah. even, I'm not even on Twitter anymore. I mean, yeah, I I'm, I'm, I'm phasing out. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. nominated for an AVN, so I was <gasps> like, I got to go like use, I got to go you know put the voting thing yeah 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 i did not win um (laughs) but i went back on to do that but now yeah and then you're like okay uh, i can go really like the naked comedy show i'll put the ticket links there but yeah but other than that all the threads is just not as good sounds good it's not but it's something it's something exactly better than better than evilness that is you know what when i get two likes on a thing on threads i don't feel bad like i do on twitter totally i go like two likes hey you know i don't even know how this thing works that's exactly i'm like "Ah, it's threads Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, totally. But t- Twitter, God, it would ruin a day, wouldn't it? Yeah. It just ruined a day. You're like, Ugh, oh, I got nothing. <laughs> they stole the blue checks and oh. they ruined it. And he ruined a real nice thing. He did. He but really did. I, uh, but but it did allow me to, to finally get in touch with yeah, you. Yeah, there we go. So we've been DMing for like a very long time. I know. Time. It's been a long time. It really uh, has. I'm very like, glad we got You know when you do up. the DMs and you go back and you look and you're like, ooh, 2017. <laughs> you're yep. like, oh, yep. fuck. That was... Anyway. Well, oh, no, no, sometimes like you go to DM someone, but the last thing was like maybe a little contentious, yeah. and it was three years ago. Yeah, and like, like, okay, we can let this go now. This can we let this, this go? is going to be a totally nice message, but I don't know. Am I even allowed to DM them anymore? I don't know. <laughs> There's that when you're like, I know you can see the past DMs. What do we do here? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like we both know that it's been four years, but whatever. Um, yeah, no. So it's, it's a, a joy and a delay to meet you. That, and you I too. It's you nice. Work. It's a long time coming. Yes, yes. Um, what are what are you, are you working on? Anything? Yeah, particularly I've got, these I've got the new album. I'm recording it this weekend. So I'm, we're hoping to have a, a like a springtime release. I'm doing this will be my I'm gonna say fourth fourth album. I think Sing, single awkward female was what number? That was the second. second. Yeah, okay. that was the second one. Oh, yeah. Right. So there's, yeah, there's yeah. more Deborah. Yeah, there's, there's out there. Out there. There's a, 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 like just an actual album is um, Lady Jazz. And that's out right. there as well. That's on Spotify and stuff. And then this oh, one, sorry. yeah, this will be the fourth. No name yet to be. To be announced, not sure, but yeah, we're hoping for like an April release. So yeah, stay tuned. And will will, will the fella be back? Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll be yes. here too. He's not he's not here for the taping, which I actually am kind of glad for, to be honest. You know what I mean? Because then right. I can just stress by myself and not worry about yelling at him or okay. something. <laughs> yeah, the uh, diva. Well, I'll, one question before we yeah, go, because go. I know you gotta go. Yeah. Keep an eye on time for you. Thank you. Um, thanks for not being like constantly on the phone checking. You don't even know where my phone is. I don't even know where my phone is. What was the first? You can interpret this as the first just date or the first like time getting intimate with somebody. But after that big long stint, what was the first 
time yep. light. Okay, this was ooh, interesting. This was, um, and I'll tell you, you know what? This, this actually, it wouldn't have happened if this hadn't happened. Okay, I had done a show. I was in downtown LA, and it was one of those nights where it was just like, yeah, I don't really want to do the show. I'm going to go, whatever. And it was super hot. It was July, so it was scorching hot. And um, like, I'm already a sweater, have we been talking about? So like, you put me, and like, we were like in a little under, I think it was in a basement. Of a, ended up being a really good show. But a dude was in the show. And then afterwards came up to me and was like, oh, you know, what's your Instagram? And, blah. and he was like, you're really funny. I was like, thanks. And then the next day I get DM. Hey, you want to talk sometime? I was like, what? And I really had that moment. I was like, is he? hitting on me like i think i even was like are you hitting on me right now and he's like yeah i was like oh <laughs> but honestly because if, if if he hadn't kind of not aggressive but that sort of like real like yeah. i'm coming for you i'd like to meet you and it, it wouldn't happen so that was like honestly that was i was very grateful that, that happened it happened in comedy like i'd talk talk to him in the crowd and stuff and so i was very fortunate for that but that probably took a couple weeks of sort of me going are you kidding is this um, and then he just came over and we had a night of just makeouts. We made out for hours and hours and hours. And I was just like, okay, we're back. And then, you know, he wasn't even, didn't even like, didn't talk, didn't do anything with him. But it was just, that it was that, I kind of needed that just to break through, do you know? And it was, and, and it was also kind of one of those like, sort of a gentle way to get back in. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like l- tons of makeouts and then he left and I jerked off and I was like, goodbye, you know what I mean? It was like, great, you know, you did what you what I needed you for, you know? And then then I started, then I then kind of started dating after that for like real kind of thing. But yeah, it was really, I mean, I don't know if you can all swing that, but if you can just have a makeout, very nice way to come back. Oh. Very nice way to come back. I'm so glad it was a positive experience yeah. because like, because I mean, you had some other ones you said weren't so oh, yeah. great, but yeah. like if that was the first, if, if a knockery one was like the first one back. I, I might, might have like, retreated. Maybe, maybe this was. I'll I, do another twenty years. I'm serious. I might have retreated. Like that's yeah. exactly it. like that. That's exactly it because that one was that very dude, nice. That dude did you a huge service by just being like a decent. Thank you, human sir. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's true the, though. The four, the bar four, yeah. oh, and God. all he did was just not mm-hmm. be a prick. I mean, that's almost sad, but it's true. It's, but it's true. true reality. But that was that's reality. But it was, and, it, and so very grateful for that because you're right. Because then the like really shitty stuff didn't happen to like couple months later but at but least, I was but at least you were like i know yes. that there's there's goodness and, well there was and it was also like there's that moment of like it's not me i'm not broken here we go you yeah. know what i mean so yeah i'm so happy to hear that well Yay. i'm happy the pipes are going and, go. and you got a, like, a lovely real the water boyfriend. is running yes i was going on your instagram be like let me see if i have a picture and i forgot i didn't realize right away that those pictures were the the fake boyfriend series oh, yeah. can so you like, imagine if those were all my boyfriend and I was like, oh, oh i think these are I think this is the fake thing that they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I'll show you a picture. Then. Well, yeah, you guys, you guys gotta the, get a selfie. Off going. the air. Yeah, off the air. All right. Well, uh, Deborah, where can people go find you? Follow you. Um, do, go me. Instagram is the best one. Deborah D G D E B R A D G, and then on TikTok, I'm D E B R A D I. G-I. Ugh, I know. <laughs> I know. It's a lot. <laughs> uh, well, you were fantastic. Thank Thanks you. So it's much. so nice to meet you. Finally. Yes, absolutely. Right. And uh, and uh, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Um, find me on Instagram and on TikTok and, and come see a show sometime soon. Love you so much. Bye. Oh, shit. I totally forgot to tell. You know, I'll make it a bonus episode. I'll, I'll tell a story from L.A., in a bony and i'll put that out exclusively on patreon tomorrow because i forgot to do it in the intro i was worried i was i was i was going long and i know there's some people who you know that i don't like it when the intro is long or i don't care about your story just get to the guest fine 
I'll put it in the bony and you'll miss out. Folks, the best place to discuss this week's show is in the episode discussion channel in the Champagne Room, our Discord server. You can email me your comments, your questions, your criticisms, your titty pictures to manhorpod at gmail.com. Head on over to manhorpod.com for all your uh, manhor podcast needs or to see my upcoming stand-up comedy dates, buy some merch. And of course, as always, the best way to support this show is with your dollars on Patreon. Become a member, enjoy a slew of great rewards, and help me hit 500 patrons to celebrate 10 years of podcasting. I know it's 500 and then the number 10, and those numbers don't really go well together, but then the next option was to say like 1,000, and I don't know. I, I mean, I'd love... I'd love for you to prove me wrong. I just have this weird feeling we're not going to jump from 250 to 1,000 in the next six, seven weeks. But again, like you could prove me wrong and become a member for free for $2 for 5, 10, 20, as much as you want to shove down my pretty little mouth. You can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. I can't believe I forgot to tell you all about the bagel. I did the whole intro for like 25 minutes and then and I stopped. And I started all over because I was like, I want, I want to talk about that bagel. I have to do that on the bony. Stay slutty.